podcast i'm Corey, and i'm brian and this is the happy harvest horror show where every week we talk about spooky things and uh, everything halloween adjacent in this post halloween world that we're living in i love how every time we do our opening you do that little like voice modulation yeah it's become a thing and i like it it's it's good it's good for the brand <laughs> we believe in rituals here and <laughs> i'm scared to break it <laughs> No, I love it. I love it. Big fan. Big fan. It's like stepping on a crack. You know, it's bad luck. I can't break it. I'm just impressed by the consistency personally. Like you always do it. And I'm like, good. Like this is bits a thing. on bits on bits. I stick to a bit. <laughs> so today we're actually giving you um, kind of a throwback episode. As some of you may know, this podcast actually started as like a subset of a different podcast. Uh, spooky corner over at the art history babes podcast and then we decided to you know go full time and make it our own little thing and create our own little corner of the internet yeah but there's there's a handful of good episodes over there so we're we're sprinkling them out so you guys can listen to those as well and so this week we're uh throwing back to an episode we recorded that was actually released on christmas of uh 2019 was it on christmas we released it yeah yeah Whoa. it was i know um so christmas 2019 we did a uh, an episode on krampus mm. everyone's favorite christmas demon santa counterpart and we just missed krampus not this last week so we thought hey well, let's bring that back and present it to the world because we did some fun research that was a good episode and it, it's perfect time to kind of go back and share it again so that is what we are going to do but first a uh, quick shout out to our wonderful monthly supporters we love you so much erica jennifer jody and aaron you are amazing and we really appreciate y'all thank and you, the fact you. that you like what we're doing and that you want to help keep us going Mm -hmm. And if anyone else out there is enjoying this content, if you like it and you want us to be able to keep keep going all year round, you know, mm -hmm. Halloween 24-7, 365, yeah. you can throw your change our way. It's very easy to do. You just head over to, I never remember the link. I do. Anchor.fm slash HHHS slash support. Boom. It's also linked in the show notes and on the show page. But yeah, they, they make it super easy. You just pop over there. Thing pops up. It asks you which option you want to mm. opt into as a monthly supporter. You fill in your stuff and it's super easy. And um, literally, you can you know throw us 99 cents a month and that stuff adds up. So really appreciate it. Yeah. If you're able and you like this content, you know, independent creators, we got to support our independent creators. It's a very real thing in our current state of just, you know, content, content, content. Mm -hmm. We're, we're shifting into a weird space where like, there's a lot of content out there that is free and a lot of people don't want to pay for it. And, uh, we we haven't quite figured that out as a society. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't figured out what to do about that. So yeah, we're totally independent and we really, really, really appreciate literally your spare change. So oh, thank you. And thank also you. a shout out to our happy harvest horror show theme song artist, Brendan Dalton. He, if you didn't know, also has written his own uh, Lord of the Rings Christmas album. Love which it. Is very fun. And he has released a Christmas stop motion claymation version of his song Gollum's Christmas. And it's very endearing and very fun. So um, if you're a fan of the music in the intro, like we are big fans, go out and check it out and check out his Christmas album as well, because it's very catchy. Super. Yeah. Super fun. Super creative. Also super niche. I love it. I know. I love it. it is, <laughs> I am square in that corner of the market, and I love that he does it. <laughs> Those are our, our little announcements. Uh, spooky banter. We got we to gotta banter for we you must. all. 
You must do it. It's part of the deal. <laughs> it's part of the pact, the blood pact we made. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, yeah. how spooky was your week? It was pretty spooky. <laughs> I uh, have been continuing on that American Horror Story train. Um, nice, in fact, nice. like I went pretty hard this last weekend. I finished up Asylum, and then I went through all of Freak Show wow. and Coven. I went wow. through two seasons <laughs> in like a matter of four days, um, <laughs> and it's very fun. I, I think it, I think it is fun. I think I think if you think too hard about it, like I think I was in the past of like, what is this? What's the nut to crack? It's my Jack Skellington. Like, <laughs> what is this scientific method of American Horror Story? Right. Um, I've kind of let go and just let it happen, and it's it's much funner <laughs> that way. I feel. I love that you just gotta let it happen. Let it happen. <laughs> Um, and I am having fun. I thought Coven was pretty f- nuts. Not, Coven was nuts. And I, I always hear people hate on Freak Show. And I had, I, I thought it was pretty, at least the first like four episodes are, was really fun with this killer clown. And then I kind of realized that maybe all the seasons, their first four episodes are really good because where they release like live, it's, they release it usually like September and like the fourth or fifth episode around there is usually the Halloween episode. So they usually go like really hard in the spooky season. And then like the last eight episodes kind of like, all right, well, our horror show is now after Halloween. And so we have eight episodes left. That's you. That's been kind of my experience Mm -hmm. with the seasons that I've seen, but all the same. I'm excited to keep going. I'm currently on hotel with Lady Gaga and that's its own sort of work. Um, I, I know a lot of people love the, the Lady Gaga American horror story moment. Like a lot of people are big fans. Yeah. Beautiful. I guess about the show is the people that I've talked to, everyone has their own idea of what's the best one. What I love. Yeah, that, totally. You know? Totally. The, the show, the episode that brought me back in was 1984. And as I'm going through the other seasons, I'm realizing 1984 was kind of an outlier of like, it's very different than all the other seasons. Most notably because most of the cast doesn't really return. It's all a lot of new faces. Anyway, so I watched a lot of that, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, you did. A lot of it. A lot of it. I watched a lot of that show. But impressive. Yeah. So now I really only have four seasons left of the nine seasons. I've got four left, and I'm excited to be uh, done. And <laughs> It's a feat. It is a it feat. Is a feat. <laughs> I, but I'm not new to these feats. I, I uh, Especially in quarantine this year, I, I've done a lot of these sort of like challenges of like, let's see if I can watch them all. One of them was back in, I think I told you about this back in, I think maybe April. I Well, one, I went through all of Twin Peaks. Like all of Twin Peaks. Yes, we, like three, we need to days. do a Twin Peaks episode at oh, some point. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. And I like went from I, another series of like, I don't get it. Why do people like it? To me being like a devout, like diehard now. Like mm-hmm. I fucking love Twin Peaks now. Yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, that's really what my world's been consumed with. What's, well, how spooky was your week? Uh, two things. First one, you know, you can always count on me uh, for the for the scoop when it comes to cults, as as you know at this inside point. scoop. I devoured the Heaven's Gate documentary series that is on HBO right now. Mm. Would you recommend? Uh, of course, uh, Heaven's Gate is a fascinating one. Oh, I. I love Heaven's Gate. It's so interesting. Fun fact about me, if, you, if you'd if you like to know um, or have more of an idea of what a weird child I was. So Heaven's Gate infamously committed, you know, a mass suicide in 1997. Mm-hmm. And so at this time I was like eight, nine years old. And I was, I was very fascinated by them. Mm-hmm. And there is a, a pretty famous photo of Marshall Applewhite, the cult leader mm-hmm. and his just like a zoom in on his face from like the videos of him, like talking uh, about, you know, the, what the cult believed and whatever. And there was just this image of his face and it was very popular in the media when all this went down. And I definitely took a, a magazine cover that featured that image and uh, I, I taped it on my wall. Oh, so <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like an eight year old that had this like cult leader on my wall, like next to my Titanic posters. <laughs> and no one stepped in, you know? <laughs> I don't know. 
my mom was just like, yo, I got a weird kid. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, I could go on and on about the intricacies of Heaven's Gate. In fact, I have multiple times over the past few days. I've had many conversations. I'm not going to do that here. But very good. Very good if, you know, you're in into cults and that kind of stuff. If you're unfamiliar, the Heaven's Gate doctrine is kind of an interesting mix of Christianity and like sci-fi. Okay. So check it out. Very good. Well done documentary. Um, It's a four-parter. And, you know, HBO does great stuff. And then also... I apparently beat you and I marathoned all of the third day. You finished. You finished. I finished. I watched it like, yeah, in like 48 hours, I feel like. It's so good. It's I so liked what good. I saw so far. I was happy. I, I didn't finish it because I was watching it current. And so I saw like up until like the third episode or whatever. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And so then I had to wait. And then that's, I mean, that's the problem sometimes with these shows when you keep current. If you fall off a week, you know, then you're like, okay, well, I'll just wait till they're all out. And then years go by and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess they did all come out. So let's go. Yep. We live in a world of binge watching like we really do. Sure do. It's so good. I loved it. Like, I really loved it a lot. I mean, honestly, yeah, there's, you know, connection to cults very much in the show. Oh, big time. Um, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's beautifully beautifully shot beautifully put together a wild story very dark very heavy so good just so good there's plenty of good uh jude law crying scenes him just fucking losing it he just can't (laughs) keep it together in that show (laughs) i mean he's going through a lot and he's putting himself through a lot too he had many options many opportunities (laughs) to just get the fuck out of there and he didn't you know also to answer the question of, because we, we brought it up last time, um, on what the name of the road that goes across the water, basically, mm-hmm, we couldn't mm-hmm. figure out what it was. It's Causeway. Causeway is the yep. word I was looking for last week. So I know yes, you've all been is. waiting with great <laughs> breath. It's a causeway. Yes. I mean, when you think about it, causeways in general are, are pretty terrifying. Like, yeah, I don't like that. You're trapped. Yeah. You're tra- I don't want to be trapped. Like, that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. If being trapped is even an option, like, I'm not going over there. Like, I. Which is a pretty rare thing nowadays. Like, it's hard to be trapped somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. And then that that's one thing that does get me about this show. There are instances with multiple characters mm-hmm. where, like, they know, like, it keeps coming up. Like, the causeway closes in two hours. And then they still, like, or like, okay, we have plenty of time. And then they still go about doing their shit. Like, if that was me, that would not happen. Like, the causeway closes in two hours. Okay, we have no time. Like, we need to leave immediately. We gotta go right now. <laughs> like, I am the person, I go to the airport, like, four and a half hours early. Like, I do not, like, two hours? That is not enough time for anything. I'm that way now. I wasn't that way for a long time until I finally missed a flight. And now I'm now I'm paranoid. It I'm sure you are. A flight. Like, oh shit, that was actually a really bad experience. And I do not want that to happen again. I have never missed a flight. I have never missed a flight. I've never missed a bus. I've never missed a train. I'm telling you. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty wild how that's it. There's no one's there to help you after that. Oh, yeah. They're like, you fucking missed it. <laughs> you missed like, it. Okay, what's the next flight? What? Which is why if I like if I'm flying somewhere, that is all I am doing that day. I don't understand people who like try to do shit and then go hop on a flight. It's like, no, I have to fly somewhere today. Like that is mm-hmm. what I am doing. And that is the focus. And I'm going to get to the airport super early. And like, that's it. And yeah, likewise, if I was like on an island and I knew the causeway was closing in two hours, I am not taking any chances there. Like that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> I mean, no. to be fair, his character was taking a lot of chances. He's pretty fast and loose with a lot of things in his life, you know? That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> so, really, the cosplay was the least of his concerns. But you need to finish so we can actually, like, talk about it. I'm excited to finish. I need to finish that, and I also need to finish Lovecraft Country, which, have you started Lovecraft Country? I haven't. I have it's not. It's so cool. It's very, very cool. I don't want to spoil it. I want you to go in, and then we can yeah. have, like, a debrief, maybe a spoiler cast of, like... Talking about that show. Oh, that would be fun. HBO Spookies. HBO Spooky Time. Uh, Also, Christmas Spookies is what you're here for. (laughs) Yes. So 
Yeah, let's maybe get back into that. So I'm sorry we missed Krampus Knot. I hope you all found time to celebrate it in your own way. Or if you didn't even know, you could have been celebrating it. I hope this gives you a heads up for next year on what this uh, character and the knight does. Also, you can just like celebrate it right now if you want. Like no one's stopping you. Yeah, time is irrelevant in 2020. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) You can. You really can. So, you know, celebrate it if that sounds like fun to you. Sounds like fun to me. Sounds like fun to me. All right. Well, enjoy this podcast where we go into the mythology. We talk about some classic Christmas cards that feature Krampus. And yeah, and we kind of, I think we also talk about some of our favorite like Christmas horror films towards the end. So enjoy. I stay spooky. Enjoy. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Corey, and I got a special friend out from the cupboard, Brian Muldoon. I'm back. Can't keep me away. You you weren't gone long at all. <laughs> no, that, that was pretty short-lived. It was a pretty emotional goodbye at the end of it, and then two weeks later... How about we we get them back out, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, this actually works out really well because typically for the holiday season, like the the four art history babes have done a holiday episode, but we just didn't really have time to get everyone together this year. And then you, you know, send me a text and you're like, hey, how about Krampus? And I was like, damn it, he's done it again. And... (laughs) And yeah, so we're combining, we're combining the holiday special with Spooky Corner, which is like all I want in life. When you combine Christmas with, with spooks, that's like, that's my that's why, bread and butter. That's, that's my why jam. we love Christmas Carol. It's just the best of both worlds. Exactly. I tell people this all the time. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's Christmas, it's ghosts, it's mm-hmm. everything I love. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I was just um, at. Uh, did you ever, when you lived in Chicago, did you ever go to the uh, Christmas uh, Kindle Market? Mm, yeah, yeah, the little like the kind of like a pop up holiday market. Yeah, yeah, about? the German yeah. market downtown. Yeah, 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 they got the beer gardens there. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, they got the the mold wine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you you get a little you get a boot. You get a boot for your mold wine. You boot. I remember it was very, it's very packed. It's a very concentrated corner of the market, but it's very fun. It is. It's super fun. It's lovely. There's lots of of wooden crafts and pretzels, and <laughs> and it's just a really lovely time. And I went with my mm-hmm. friend Zach, who has yeah. also been a guest on the podcast before, and we we were just having a lovely Christmas time. And they had kind of nailed up to a wall they had a Krampus and Zach pointed out he was like Krampus seems like it would be your kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) I was like you would be correct in that assessment (laughs) (laughs) well now the stars are aligning and we can talk about them today yeah so let's let's do it we're talking we're talking Krampus the I guess darker side of of Santa Claus, if you will. Yeah, it's Saint Nick's foil, right? He's the um, whereas Saint Nicholas brings goodies for your boots. Krampus will, you know, take you your kids away in chains. It's it's the <laughs> the yin and the yang, you know. It's <laughs> okay, but to be fair, like those do not seem equal at all. <laughs> <laughs> Depends, like maybe maybe how good the goodie in the boot is, right? Yeah, like, like like some kids maybe are getting iPads and they're like, yeah, this is fair. Like <laughs> if, if this is on the table, if this is what's possible. Yeah, it it seems a little like yeah, either. You get you get some some coins in your in your shoes or you know uh, eternal hellfire and damnation. <laughs> <laughs> 
and not a fun way of getting there. He stuffs you in a sack. We'll get into all the fun ways in which he takes your kids. But yeah, um, he also, depending on the story, sometimes he doesn't take them down to hell at all. But he still isn't very nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but is it better? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right, where should we start? Where should we start with? Oh, uh, we'll start with actually. I guess maybe just who. Krampus is right yeah he's a uh, figure in central european folklore and he's a, a horned half man half demon half goat so that's three halves so half demon half goat <laughs> <laughs> that uh, during the christmas season whereas santa you know the tradition is he comes and rewards good children Krampus comes along to punish naughty children and not just by leaving coal oh no no he does uh he brings his birch branches and his chains and his big sack to take kids away to to set them right is what the the story says. Yeah, the the term Krampus comes from the old uh, German word Krampen, which means mm-hmm. claw. Mm-hmm. It's, it's typically like a horned figure with claws, very very monstrous. Um, there's some suggestion that it's connected well i mean it does come it the whole thing the whole story has pagan roots like everything i feel right. like everything has pagan roots like 100 percent, yeah ev- everything goes back to the pagans we're all children of pagans so the way krampus has developed over the years is yeah it's saint nick's dark servant right so this mm-hmm. darker side to the tale of Saint Nick, basically trick kids into being good because if they're not, nothing but pain and hellfire awaits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, I grew up Catholic, and so that's all too familiar, you know. I know, right? Man, like, what a messed up thing. Yeah, raised on fear, it's worked forever. I right? know, I know, right? <laughs> it makes you question, like. Are any of us actually good, or is it just all fear-based? I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's a whole can of worms that I, all my theology classes in school never wanted to talk about. <laughs> I know, never. right? It's like is this all. Am I really good if I'm just following the rules to not go to hell, or <laughs> is it because I'm inherently good? I, I, I don't know. You know, big questions, big questions, you guys. So the figure of Krampus has pagan roots. Um, Some people connect it to the pagan figure of the satyr, which we've talked about on the podcast multiple times. The satyr. He's a fun boy. He's a fun boy. Yeah. He's he's not particularly evil. He likes to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of, you know, he's kind of like a little goat-like man that likes to have fun. And throughout history, basically before the Catholics got their hands on it, the celebration of the Krampus figure was was really just kind of about wearing masks and animal furs and romping about town mm-hmm. during the winter celebration of Yule. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really called Krampus at this time, but that was where the imagery started, you know? Right. Was this, this animal creature that also liked to romp about, like the satyr. And then over time, the Catholic Church was like, we got to get rid of all this pagan stuff. As they do. As they do. But not all of it. They'll take they'll take what they like. They'll take what they like. And honestly, it's a really smart move by the Catholics because it's, you know, it's assimilation. It's like, we're going to just take this and take this to make you kind of comfortable since it's what you're used to. But then we're going to put a saucy Catholic spin on it. <laughs> Just a real and... saucy Catholic spin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. So they're they're trying to to move away from the pagan traditions and move into a more Catholic tradition. So they basically took this figure that really wasn't necess- like it wasn't associated with the devil. It wasn't, you know, it was definitely playful and kind of dark, but like not the devil. Mm-hmm. And they took it and then they tried to turn it in to this very clear duality of good versus evil. They started to add more imagery that was more devil-like. And you'll see that we're going to talk about, there's a lot of old Krampus-related Christmas cards that have been created over the years. 
And those really latch on to the devil-like imagery. Mm-hmm. He tends to be red. He tends to have horns. And I feel like researching this was particularly interesting because for Halloween this year, we did the devil episode. We examined imagery of the devil over the course of history. Mm-hmm. And we we talked about how the devil became this figure that was red and had horns and, and carried a pitchfork. And you see very similar imagery with Krampus. Like sometimes it's like they weren't even trying. They just like made Krampus look like the devil, basically. And the evolution of that imagery is is a very similar thing as just the imagery of the devil. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you can go back and listen to that. And you're going to see a lot of connections between what we're talking about with Krampus and just the development of the devil. But basically, so yeah, the Catholic Church was was taking over this imagery. And then as a pushback against the Catholic Church, people kind of leaned into it and they would they would try they would wear these devilish masks and they would they would basically try to continue the pagan tradition, but amped it up a little bit as a way to kind of push back against the Catholic Church. Mm hmm. And that, I think, is also, once again, going back to our previous devil episode, that is really interesting because it reminds me of you You visited it with me, the Satanic Temple, and the idea of taking imagery from the Catholic Christian religion mm-hmm. yeah. and using it in kind of a trickster way. Love tricksters. I know, right? Me too. Using it in a in a way that is... Uh, reclaiming it and is kind of just using it as as a way to push back against the Christian powers that be or the Catholic powers that be. Right. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I feel like that's like a uh, an earlier incarnation of like what the Satanic Temple is doing today. Yeah, in a way, because it's it's what the Satanic Temple, their whole thing is checks and balances right within other religions is that mm-hmm. and and it's interesting that we bring up now Krampus who is this other the other side to Saint Nicholas and I was upon doing research thought it was really interesting that we have you know Halloween that precedes All Saints Day you know it's this another two sides of the same thing all the good spirits are in one day bad spirits quote unquote than the previous and yeah, now we yeah. have the same thing here with Krampus not uh, Krampus night, which is on December 5th, which pre- precedes St. Nicholas Day on December 6th. So that kind of darkest before dawn, uh, they, they, they're going to get you before before the, <laughs> the good guy comes the next day. Oh, geez. Krampus is going to get you. <laughs> yeah, you got to hold out just a little longer. Keep those boots out. Did you ever, speaking of St. Nicholas Day, when you, maybe this was just a Catholic school thing and I grew up, but did you have, did you celebrate St. Nick's Day? in your school did you leave like, yeah I, I remember doing like i think we made like little boots or something mm-hmm. and you and then yeah you got like i don't know coins or little little things in them but yeah i remember doing that and i also remember coming home and like because it wasn't because my mom wasn't catholic yeah. and so like i come home and it's like early december and i'd be talking about like leaving boots outside and she had like no idea what i was talking <laughs> about <laughs> Yeah, because I, I mean, I grew up in the, the Midwest, so we'd always have our snow boots. Oh, and we yep, would just yep. be told we had, to, you know, we had our, our line of coat racks and we put our snow boots, at, you know, underneath. And in between classes or someone, they would just come and drop candy in our boots, which was pretty gross because these were sweaty <laughs> boots. Um, but yep, they would. Yeah, yeah, we did that. Yep. We did that at my school, too. Ooh. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we didn't. We didn't observe Krampus not, and I, ah. uh, even though I was raised Catholic, and that was probably enough. Um, that still would have. <laughs> that was <laughs> enough been... to instill the fear of God fear. within you. They're <laughs> doing enough, you know. They don't. Do we need another horn devil coming for them? <laughs> we have plenty already. It's, I feel like we're getting diminishing returns if we get Krampus in there too. One of my favorite things about Catholicism, though, like growing up Catholic, was how friggin dark it was you know like i i like to talk to people that didn't grow up catholic about my catholic upbringing because it's like yeah straight out the gate like you're five years old and you're looking at like a bloody jesus on a cross and (laughs) who's telling it you it's all your fault yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) and we're like drinking his blood and like eating his his body and like it's just chill it's just like yeah yeah, so that we can live forever i mean it's (laughs) 
it's all it, it'll goof you and it'll, it, it <laughs> but like but i i kind of appreciate like i appreciate i very much appreciate the dark aesthetics of catholicism and like having that ingrained in you at such a young age and in a way they act like it's not a big deal too you know like <laughs> that's the worst part right that's the you're looking at i mean was it maurice sendak Someone said that, that, that the worst thing you can say to uh, a child is that it's afraid of a monster in their closet is that there is no monster, you know, that like mm-hmm. that it instills this like really arrested development and then of like, oh, man, well, now no one believes me. Uh, yeah, so yeah. growing up in this church of, you know, you're looking at this, we're all worshiping this this uh, uh, a naked stripped man that's been mm-hmm. beaten, you know, crucified to a cross and everyone is dressed in their Sunday best going, yeah, this is good. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like five years old, like in the pews, just like eating dry Cheerios. Like, <laughs> yeah. like whatever, yeah. you know, <laughs> this is all OK. Oh, man. <laughs> but I, I appreciate the absurdity of it, to be honest. I feel like, yeah, Catholic school kind of missed the boat by not uh, jumping on the Krampus bandwagon. Yeah, at least. I mean, you're doing enough in these other places, I feel like. (laughs) And you're throwing candy in my sweaty boots. You can also give me (laughs) a little fun here, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Also, I want to talk about this before I forget, before we get into um, any of the images or the movies. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just learned about this in in a mad dash to do research before we got on the phone. I just found out about Perkta, the winter goddess. Have you heard about this? No, please do tell. Okay, so I was watching this video on YouTube. It's really good. Krampus exploring the legend of the Christmas demon. And there is a connection because Krampus has roots in Germany, Austria, that area. And there is a connection to Perkta, the winter goddess, which is this Austrian character that was apparently very briefly discussed in the Brothers Grimm Mm -hmm. fairy tales at some point. But she's basically a badass combination of Santa and Krampus. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm always looking for. So we have this awesome female goddess representing duality of man in in I think a pretty cool way and I got really excited about this because so we briefly in our 2016 holiday special of the podcast we we briefly touch on Krampus a little uh-huh. bit and also in that episode we talked about uh La Befana which is a basically an Italian uh Christmas witch oh, yeah it's like this badass lady Santa Claus that drinks wine and and she's like amazing. And I was so excited about her because it's like we don't have a lot of female centered Christmas figures, you know, mm-hmm. like Santa Claus is always a man. And and so I was really excited to see that there's this Perkta, the winter goddess, who is this who is both of them. Like she is both the Santa figure and the Krampus figure. And like Saint Nick, she'll, you know, leave coins in, in shoes of children that were good. But if you were bad, oh boy, oh boy. For kids that were bad, she she'd go real dark real quick. She would uh slit open their bellies. Oh. And <laughs> And she would remove their insides oh. and uh, and fill them with straw and pebbles. Oh, God. It would be so heavy. <laughs> be so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that is the last thing I would want done to my belly. And yeah, in, in the images of Perkta, like the good Perkta winter goddess is this ethereal, you know, spirit, basically, like winter spirit. Yeah. And then the evil, the dark side of Perkta is kind of like an old hag is represented that way as this scary old witch. But I don't know. I just thought I was like, I like that. I let like, like, let's let's stop with this good versus evil. Let's just wrap them all up into one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's get some real gray nuance in there. That they... They're not all good and all bad. They're all. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, Also, just real quick on the subject of um, lady 
Christmas figures. Mm-hmm. Have you? Do you have Disney Plus? Did you get? Do on I Disney ever? Plus? Oh, love I it. figured you. <laughs> I figured you would. <laughs> Some great stuff in there. Did you watch Noel? Yeah, with uh, Bill Hader and um, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I thought it was so cute yeah i really enjoyed it and i loved that they went the route of like female empowerment they're like fuck yeah there can be a lady santa claus god yeah fuck yeah i uh, admittedly did not finish it but i did i well i just spoiled (laughs) it for (laughs) you it felt like that's where the story was headed though i you know yeah i I mean i think you can kind of make that assessment from the beginning like oh she's supposed to be santa claus (laughs) yeah i think that's why maybe i didn't i should have maybe given it more of a shot but that's why i was like from the get-go, you're like, clearly she's the most eligible for this gig. And I don't know why everyone is, <laughs> like, stuck in. Right. Yes. Be- because of the patriarchy, Brian. Oh, I know why. I just don't mean <laughs> I like it anymore. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> I don't think it's any better or less, I, you know? <laughs> I adored Bill Hader's character in that movie, though. I just adore Bill Hader. Oh, me too. I am, like, madly in love with Bill Hader. Like, it's really a problem. <laughs> yeah? Oh, he's so good. Do you see It Chapter 2? I haven't, but oh, I man. need to. Oh, man. He's a star in that. It's so good. It steals the whole movie. I just finished Barry, finally. Barry's great. Yeah. Barry's amazing. I put it off for a while because I can just be really weird when it comes to, like, violence. Uh-huh. And finally, I was like, nah, I'm I'm ready. And I marathoned it so quick. It's so good. Speaking of duality of good and evil, uh-huh. that show is it's, brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is vast and contains multitudes in that show. Yeah, everyone watch Barry. Everyone watch Noel. Uh, back to Krampus. <laughs> back to Krampus. I speaking of of uh, women figures in in the folklore. I also saw there's there's recent in the recent years. Krampus has also been uh, connected to the Norse goddess Hel, as in it's Hel's son. So oh, there's something there too. That's and fun. hell controls the underworld in Norse mythology. So he, with his sack, taking those kids, taking them down to the underworld. Nice. Oh, I also wanted to mention too, with Perkta, there was also basically like a um, whole group of Perktin, which were protective spirits that had the same the same vibe essentially so this is where we kind of get this idea of there being a bunch of krampus what would be the plural for krampus krampi oh i don't know (laughs) cramp krampus is uh crampies Um... crampies It's a bunch of little crampies. Um, the cramps. Yeah. Cra- the cramps. That sounds Christmas like with the cramps. That sounds like a disease. Like I got the cramps. <laughs> I got a case of the cramps. I'm having a bummer holiday. I got a case of the cramps. <laughs> but yeah, so there's also this idea that Krampus isn't just one guy. Oh. You have a whole army of the cramps. So it's a kind of monster, kind of like, you know, like the Wendigo Yeah, going back to like, it's a type of monster. What's scarier? One big Krampus or like a bunch of little Krampuses? How little are they? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like elf size, you know? Oh, yeah, that's the helper Krampuses. That's pretty terrifying still. Elves are kind of creepy. Inherently, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, little. Because they're uncanny. They're like human, but not exactly little tight, tiny Krampuses. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, but would it be worse if there was just one big, like two-story Krampus coming in? I don't know if Krampus is two stories tall, but but I mean still. that would that would that would be terrifying. But at least you know what you're dealing with, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you see him coming. You see you know? him. You're like, I see you. The little little elf Krampuses, like you don't know where they're hiding. You don't know what they're up to. Ain't that just the way? That's so true. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. So, Krampus, do we want to look at some of these cards? Yeah, let's transition because I think it explains a lot of where this is. So, this is a really interesting one because I think it's primarily Krampus's fame in the U.S. is indebted mostly to these cards, to these, to the art of Krampus that really inspired, like, oh, who's this dude? So, we, yeah. we can skip yeah, into it. Yeah, because they are wild. Yeah. 
and I'm sure you've seen them. If you've ever heard, you know, Krampus, and you see, remember, like, kind of, kind of the old-timey art of the, would you call that Art Deco, sort of, what would be the style of it? I don't know. I don't know exactly how I would. Because I, I would, I mean, I would describe, maybe not Art Deco, I think of that shop we were in in Salem, where we had, like, all the, the vintage Halloween stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it's very yeah. much in that world. So, like, very vintage holiday art. I don't know. Yeah, I I look at these and it's just like distinctly vintage. Like it just feels very vintage. Yeah. Vintage. Yeah. The rosy cheeks. All the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels at least what vintage has come to mean contemporarily. Yeah. That's what these cards look I like. I didn't know me. if there was in the art history world if there was a better. If there was a there term, might be. You know, I, rather than I might vintage. just be being a bad art historian oh, I'm like so sorry that's... i called you out i didn't mean to <laughs> it's, oh, it's no. okay Krampus i don't take myself that seriously <laughs> <laughs> so i've got a bunch of them but like if you google like they they're never ending they are all and let's see in this first image i sent you brian there's six different krampus related cards yeah and yeah. they all have very like they're all very devilish right mm-hmm. like We've got horns in one of them. We've got the Krampus is this black. It's got like a goat, a furry goat-like body. Mm-hmm. So like Black Philip. Oh, yeah. All hail. Black Philip. And then he's got this crazy long tongue and he's carrying a, a broom. I wonder if the broom has to do with the straw that perked a would put in the kids bellies well it's also connected to the birch stick right and what i've seen is that oh, it's yeah. connected to oh, yeah. um pagan witch rituals of uh kind of like a mock death ceremony they would do that they would use them for what's the word i'm looking for flaying not flaying but uh the what's a word for whipping with that without a whip I can't remember. But anyway, the, 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 his tools are, are very much inspired from pagan rituals. Like the chains that he has insinuate maybe like a, a Christian idea of trying to chain the devil down. But he's mm-hmm, obviously freed mm-hmm. and now he's using them to his own good. And now the birch sticks are used to, you know, whack them. Whack them. And so, which is what... <laughs> whack them good. Whack them good. <laughs> whack a Krampus. Yeah. That that's would the, be a great like uh, Christmas carnival game. Very much so, yeah. And I can't help you say trickster. And I think of, I think of in like Commedia, the Arlecchino character. He's the the trickster, mm-hmm. and they walk around with slapsticks, right? He would hit people, and it would make a slap sound, and we'd all laugh. It's really funny. This is like the same tool, but not as funny. It's very much. It's like a painful, <laughs> punishing thing. But it's just, it's, it's so funny to see all these parallels within. Like he's very much a trickster character. Yeah, totally. It's like still kind of funny though is the thing like like when when you really think about it it's very dark but like some of these images are very silly you know Oh they're they're hilarious but if I mm-hmm. was that child you know in, in <laughs> one of those sacks like not so hilarious Not so funny life's always funny when it's not happening to you is, is... <laughs> Man we're just full of nuggets of wisdom on this episode <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Krampus I wanted to talk about in this first one, this panel of six different Krampus cards. Yes. I wanted to talk about the third image on the top. Yeah. Because once again, going back to, because literally all of these are very connected with devil imagery. They all have some element of typical uh, Satan imagery. Yeah. But in this third one, we have, he's got the bottom, like the legs of a goat, but he has a human basically, or like a, yeah, like a human uh, torso yeah. and he's shirtless. And it reminds me of the sexy Satan imagery. Yeah. Not only did the image of Krampus kind of take on the more straightforward, silly imagery of the devil, but they also played into the sexy Satan trope, which I think is really interesting because there was like an attempt at some point to make Krampus sexy. Oh, and it's, I don't think we have to say that that attempt is over. We can still do it. <laughs> we don't have to stop. <laughs> we don't have to stop. Don't give up yet. Krampus is sexy. Whereas old, you know, old Saint Nick, Santa Claus, he's like your happy grandpa, but Krampus is like daddy, you know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, Krampus is gonna show you a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but to think in this picture that third one, you're like, it's like a sexy body, and I. But the the first body that I think of is like Jeff Goldblum's body. Oh. I'm seeing you, Corey. But Jeff is sexy, though. See? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I see you. <laughs> like, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, man. All right. He's... He's the Krampus we deserve. <laughs> I would love to see Jeff Goldblum dress up as, as Krampus. That would... <laughs> Same. That's, um, that's a peek into my fantasies for you all. <laughs> I'm so happy that everyone tuning in for some good Krampus like lore is getting just a <laughs> a two hander of how sexy Jeff Goldblum Krampus is. <laughs> if they listened to the Devil episode, this isn't the first time I've gotten hot for the Devil. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> this isn't the first time. We we oh, go on for a long time in the Devil episode <laughs> about how hot some depictions of Satan are. So. It is what it is. Living deliciously. That's what yeah, it is. exactly. Live deliciously. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Let's see. I do also, I'll mention in the in that first six images of Krampus, right underneath sexy Krampus, we have a little like goblin Krampus. Oh, yeah. So that's what I imagine the, the tiny Krampuses to look like. Like if there was a, a bunch of little Krampus goblins. Yeah, I guess, around your I like the, I like the image of like a ten foot tall Krampus, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, is where where my preference, my our, my ideal Krampus would be, you know. Um, if I'm being punished, and that's how the Krampus is portrayed in most movies, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's it's bigger and scarier as it always is. So no one, no one in film has tapped into the idea of like the tiny Krampus, the gang of tiny Krampuses. <laughs> the gang not, not that i know i mean there is one that it's i'll talk about mike doherty film just called krampus that came out um just a few years ago and krampus in that is very tall very 10 foot tall but he's got a bunch of little little helpers elves in it that uh-huh. are are essentially just little krampuses as well because they're evil little elves that run around and doing nefarious things but so that movie gets kind of both sides but it does not give the 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 mantle the title of krampus to anyone but the uh but the main guy yeah the daddy figure yeah <laughs> before we dive a little bit more into film i just want to talk about the last image that i sent you yeah i really like this one because you have i mean this one's clearly incredibly catholic and you have you have an image of of krampus and he's he's wielding he's got the chain he's also got the straw yeah he's got the horns He's like a hairy devil man, the long tongue, uh-huh. but he has a very friendly face. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, very. And, and my favorite here, too, is is the, you get the little boy that's praying to him, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, that yeah. Not only is he happy, he is like, this is who I choose to pray to, you, you know? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that's so interesting. Like this, And I mean, I think they're trying to get across the idea of repenting, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. Catholic reconciliation. You got to say you're our fathers, you're Hail Marys, and Krampus won't get you. And well, Krampus won't get you. It's such an interesting photo because we got St. Nick right next to him wearing full, like, Catholic priest cardinal robe, you know? Yeah, and it looks like the friggin' Pope. It looks like the goddamn Pope, and he's got a <laughs> fucking bag of toys, and, and, and but this little this little baller of a little boy is instead praying to <laughs> Krampus right next to him with the change in the, the horns, like, no, I swear off all earthly delights to give <laughs> my whole soul to Krampus. And it's also, I like that you have this Krampus and then this Pope-like St. Nicholas right next to each other as though it's like a a buddy situation, like a buddy comedy, you know, like a sitcom, like like good cop, bad cop. Yep. They're they're in it together. And I like to imagine. (laughs) Through thick and thin, no matter what life throws at us, we're in it together. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like I like to imagine, even though, you know, they're opposite sides of the coin and they, they got different work to do they like understand each other they get it they don't agree with it but they get it 
they have a a rapport between the two of them they do have a rapport they go back (laughs) oh man oh krampus oh krampus so yeah this is we're talking about all of these vintage posters this is this is really what i think rebooted his fame in the u.s is seeing all these photos right that we've got we've got countless christmas santa claus traditions and it's all happy and it's a good but i think there 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 was a hunger for what, what else is there yeah yeah let's uh let's have a little fun with it why don't we like who's this devil boy torturing these kids and then i don't know what it says about us but as a society we're like fuck yeah let's <laughs> really blow that up like <laughs> i think it says that we're human and we're uh yeah complicated you got anything anything else movie wise yeah i got a few movie wise yeah so i already brought it up but krampus is a really it's, it's hilarious it's a more of a comedy movie than horror but it's it's a comedy horror movie and it takes place uh, christmas time where the, the spirit of christmas has not been honored and so this year instead of santa coming it's krampus coming to punish all of us north american u.s heathens that are so consumed with capitalism and material mm-hmm. goods rather than the spirit of Christmas. So it comes and punishes us. It's really, it's, it's a really fun movie. It came out in 2015. It's directed by Mike Doherty. Like I said, he directed trick or treat, which is my favorite Halloween movie. So this is on now on the list of one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's really fun. The, 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 the kind of mischievous nature of it, it takes all these images of Christmas traditions and really, hams it and scares it up you've got you know evil little elves you've got krampus figure who in this iteration of krampus you never see his face you see his hooves but his face is like this sagging drooling low hanging jaw of a face that you realize isn't really his face it's uh, it's the skin of another person's face put on top oh. And, oh, shit. and he's wearing and he's wearing santa's hat and big cloak too so the insinuation is that in this version krampus killed santa is wearing his face and is coming and punishing all of us damn yeah they just went for it dark super dark and the whole movie is dark but in a very funny way the cast is really stacked you got tony collette's in it Ooh. adam scott is in it i love adam scott yeah it's it's really funny movie if you guys are looking for a mischievous holiday time movie check out 2015's krampus and then there's been really dozens of other krampus movies that are all horror movies that have different titles ranging from krampus holiday christmas evil to a christmas horror story to you know uh, not to insult um the movies i have not seen them yet maybe there's some real gems in there but they all seem to be you know, going for the same thing there's one on hulu that i almost watched in preparation for this uh-huh. episode called uh krampus unleashed unleashed yeah unchained <laughs> 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 And I was going to watch it, but I watched the trailer and it looks just god awful. Like it, I feel like they made this movie with $5. Yeah. And sometimes that can be real good. You know, that can be. Yeah. Sometimes that can be a fun time. I I shouldn't judge, but it looked kind of rough. There is, I was saying beforehand, there is another Krampus-like movie called Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, which takes place in a northern Finland town where uh, this drilling operation uncovers what they think is the tomb of Santa Claus. But, spoiler, it's not Santa, it's Krampus. (laughs) And so Krampus is coming and taking all the kids and and killing the reindeer. At no point in the Krampus legend is there anything about a tomb I've never heard of a tomb of Santa Claus like I like that they really just like went for it in terms of spooky imagery and mythology they're like yeah really leaning into that yeah really you know we're gonna mix it with like a mummy or a a Dracula type situation here just going going all in I love it I love it. Let's splice all of our classic monsters into Krampus. And that works. And there we go. Everything works. I loved the idea of, because Christmas is such a wholesome family jingle bells kind of time. I love this attempt at new holiday horror, right? Yeah, yeah. That if we're in a spooky corner, not quite Krampus, but there is, there is, I think, so much to unpack in in spooky, scary Christmas movies because it's inherent. We talk about Christmas Carol, Ghosts of Christmas Past. You're a, you're a, 
together with your family. It's scary. And I was trying to think of some other holiday Christmas movies that are also worth checking out. And I think going full away from fantasy and folklore, you got Black Christmas. Have you seen Black Christmas? I have not. Uh, I don't think you would like it. Uh, it's really... <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a it's a, a slasher film before the slasher film hit, really. But it's directed by the same guy that did a Christmas story that we all love. We watch it a thousand times a year. Oh. And it's and it looks that, you know, that kind of vintage. I always think of my grandparents' house during Christmas when I think of a Christmas story because it's got a carpeted floors, wooden walls, mm-hmm. the the multicolored lights that kind of flare and it all kind of looks really dusty. You know that kind of look, that, that classic yeah, holiday? Yeah. That's very much what's happening in Black Christmas, except uh, there's a killer on the loose. Um, <laughs> very scary movie. Same. Everyone's dying. Yeah, everyone's dying. And it also, I mean, I bring up Black Christmas too because there was a remake that just came out this year from Blumhouse that I have not seen yet, so I can't speak to, but the original was really good. I've seen the trailers for the remake, and I was like, hmm. Hmm. What's that hmm. about? We also got maybe talk about Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Because Oh, yeah, that's like your fave. I, I love it. That movie raised me. I love that movie, but um, <laughs> I owe that so much to that movie. But that's another like horror elements sneaking in and taking over Christmas, which is maybe uh, what Krampus does himself. I think Krampus would see that movie as a kid and go, "I see you. All right, I get it." Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then there's Gremlins. Gremlins is another great one. Oh, Gremlins! I haven't seen Gremlins in so long. I always forget Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Me too. That that's another you know you, you you if you're if you're naughty and don't follow the rules you're uh, you're a cute little what's what's the gremlin's name before he turns into a gremlin Gizmo Mog Mogwai that's right Oh Mogwai <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah don't you know Yeah if you don't follow the rules you get punished with with evil little gremlins They're so cute though Yeah they're in this is all in the peripheral of Spooky Krampus There's three other movies for you to check out in your spooky Halloween not Halloween holiday season. Also, there's a new, I haven't watched it yet. It's on Hulu. There's like a spooky, like they're really leaning into the spooky element of uh, Christmas Carol. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. It's on FX. They got Guy Pierce. Yeah. Did he's, he's Ebenezer Scrooge. Andy Circus is Christmas present. Yeah. It looks great. I have not seen it yet, but I always think that Christmas Carol would do well for like a, a good hard horror oh yeah um yeah. telling of it because we got we've got our fill of what it could be as a wholesome thing we got muppet's christmas Carol that knocked it out of the park there's no Which we is don't even the greatest movie of all it's time the greatest movie of all time <laughs> so when you're trying for like a good wholesome christmas movie it's too late it's been done it's perfected muppet christmas kiss it's out there yeah, it's, it's true then... though like i was actually watching i was watching muppet christmas Carol last night and i was like no one needs to try this ever again. Like they just ever again. They, it's done. It's out of the park. They right. killed it, man. Like it's so good. Did you? I watched. Oh my god! We're now we're on a Muppet Christmas Carol thing. I watched on Disney Plus about a month ago. Muppets Christmas Carol. They completely took out the "Love Is Gone" song. Completely. It's not in the. It's not in the movie. Really completely cut out and i'd always remember in college when we would watch it we'd always laugh and joke about how awful that song is and how it's like <laughs> it's in this perfect movie there is one crack in the gem and it's that song it and as the song was coming up i was telling walls like because she had never seen it that's why i was so excited to show her i was saying now okay this whole movie's great you're having a great time just you're gonna have to excuse the next five minutes here and then it skips over it completely and I was blown away. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Even Disney oh Plus God. was like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that That's so interesting because, like, you know, sometimes things get cut because they're offensive or something. It's, there's nothing offensive about it's offensive it. It's offensive to your ears. Not it's good. offensive to... <laughs> it's just not good. <laughs> oh, man. Muppet Christmas Carol. I think I've talked about Muppet Christmas Carol on every one of our Christmas episodes that we've ever You're done. You're fighting the good fight. People got to know. They do. Like, they just do. It's the best film. So good. Muppets, man. Muppets are where it's at. That's where it's at. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for bringing me out of the cupboard. Yeah. The cabinet to uh, talk about some spooky in holiday time. Yeah. Thank you for uh, suggesting the idea. It was, uh, it was a good one. I had fun. I had fun Always. talking about the Krampus. I mean, I'm not going to get all sentimental because you will probably do another episode like next month. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see you guys in two weeks. All right. <laughs>
hope you enjoyed that episode, everyone. And hope you're having a lovely holiday season, whatever you celebrate. Hope you're, you know, staying warm and, I don't know, eating cookies and stuff and hanging out with family. Drinking that eggnog. Drinking some nog. Maybe you're out there hunting the Krampus. Maybe that's your winter festivities. Maybe. Oh, man. Krampus hunting? We didn't even yeah. talk about this, the Krampus run. Oh, the, the Krampus run. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. Quick, quick, Krampus <laughs> run. They, every, they, they celebrate it in parts of uh, Germany and Austria. You dress up as Krampus and you run through the streets scaring kids and... and, and that, yeah, did I cover it? Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Nailed it. Okay. Cool. cool, Krampus run. So there's that. And now, because I just said it, we're going to have to turn Krampus hunting into a thing. I feel like that could be a fun winter activity. Yeah, dressing up. Kind of like ghost bros, you know, those ghost hunter shows. Like, hey, Krampus, yes. I've been naughty. Just like yeah. trying to goad him out, you know? <laughs> Where you at, Krampus? I've been no good at all. <laughs> I've been no good at all. <laughs> okay, so we've we've given you plenty to think about and uh, plenty of um, fodder for your dirty holiday fantasies. <laughs> for daddy krampus thanks for listening this was a fun one as always thank you for being here brian spooky brian always happy to be yeah and uh we'll we'll see y'all next time all right bye happy holidays Oh, jeez, Krampus is going to get you. <laughs>